This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The tunes. Knox is sitting to Red Reaction Show. You just heard Jay Beagley, Nate Taylor. The Nate Taylor Show here on 610 Sports Radio. If you missed it and you listen to this show and you're listening to it on the podcast or you're listening to it on the air and you missed the Nate Taylor Show, go listen to the Nate Taylor Show. After you're done listening to this show, of course. Uh, Dusty Likens, Nick Price. Red Reaction Show is not our show, it's yours, and it's sponsored uh, and brought to you by our folks at Diamond Direct. Diamond Direct, uh, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs and serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations, um, as always. 913-576-7610. I know it seems like it's been forever um, since the Chiefs have played. Probably a little bit different of a Red Reaction Show tonight, but that's okay. Uh, because we still know what it was on Thursday. And Thursday somehow led into this weekend and now into this morning um, as more and more information um, uh, comes out throughout the day. Obviously, we'll get into the Travis Kelsey uh, testing positive for uh, COVID-19 and Chris Jones, Josh Gordon, um, Willie Gay, Legereus Need. I assume they're all back Sunday. If I was a betting man, which I am, and I know Nick Price is. I would bet mm-hmm. you that Travis Kelsey's going to be in uniform on Sunday because I think the new rule that they changed, that they brought into effect literally the day before the Chiefs played or the day of, um, I think if you're, what, vaccinated and you test negative once, you're good, right? Right, right. And I don't even think that they test unless you have any kind of symptoms. I might be wrong on that. But sure. they basically what I've been hearing today is very mild symptoms, if anything, for Kelsey yeah. and for Ward. And so... You know, we'll see, but there's plenty of time, and we've seen people come back with the needing for two negative tests sure. in quicker time than this when they are vaccinated. So, you yeah. know, fingers crossed, Chiefs Kingdom, but I think we should be all right on this one. Um, the other thing, too, is that the thing about this is uh, Harrison Butker also uh, testing positive uh, for COVID-19 as well as another uh, name on that board. Uh, if all your information Go follow Pete Sweeney, Nate Taylor, all those guys. Uh, they stay on top of it on the Twitter sphere uh, of the world. But we are here tonight because we are here to reflect on what happened on Thursday night, which was the Chiefs beating the Chargers in what was what? What do you think? The best game of the year? Again, I, I literally try to be unbiased. And that's like my number one goal. And, and the fact that I say this is I know there's a lot of people out there 
that, you know, every game is great or, oh, but did you miss the Arizona Green Bay game? If the, you know, or did you miss this game? Cause this game was great. This game was exactly what you wanted when you watch football, take all bias aside. If you are not a Chiefs fan, like you are out there, Batman, or like you are Danny Casey, Casey K or, or big T, or if you're a chargers fan or just anything opposite Chiefs, Steven Lenexa, who I know is listening, <laughs> who got, uh, you know, well defended against last week because you just you're wrong. But the thing about it was this game was everything you wanted, right? This is the established young quarterback, Patrick Mahomes going into SoFi of what we had, which was the promised Prince, which we'll get into of Justin Herbert. And it's exactly how it went. She started off hot. The first 15 plays looked great. They looked like the best offense in the NFL in that first drive. And it was like feed up, wash, rinse, repeat, do that the rest of the game. And then things started to go awry. Like Mahomes quoted as saying he dirted a ball with McCole Hardman in there. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who's who who got the text of, okay, Mahomes kind of sucks. Or this is this is a different quarterback. What happened to Mahomes? And then all of a sudden you you look at the fourth quarter and everybody quiets down. And and the thing that kind of took my the thing that kind of took my attention the most was that in this game you needed your vets, you needed your stars, you needed the guys that know who they are to shine, and that's exactly what they did. Tyreek Hill had a game, Patrick Mahomes had a great game, and of course Travis Kelsey had the game, ten for one ninety one and two touchdowns, and it could have very easily been ten for one ninety two and three touchdowns. And when you look at this game, this was the game of the year for not only the Chiefs, not only for entertainment value, not only for fans. This game solidified why the Chiefs are who they are every single year. And in this game against the Chargers, they had to fight, they had to prove they were better, and at the end of the game. Whether you like it or not, whether you think it's taunting, whether you think it's too much, at the end of the game, Patrick Mahomes looked at that sideline, pointed at 15, pointed to the field, and said, as long as I'm here, it's my division. And you can't say elsewise because it has been his division. The last three years he's been a starter. This is year four. They're the only 10-win team. They're in the lead of the AFC West. They're in the lead in the AFC. And like I said three weeks ago, damn it, this number one seed was not out of content. Was not out of content. And guess who holds the number one seed and is in charge of the AFC West moving forward? You're correct. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Right, and Dusty, I mean, when you're talking about game of the year value and all that kind of right. stuff, I don't disagree with you there because I personally think these are the two top teams in the AFC this year. Nobody else has really like impressed me too much. I think the Chargers are a really talented up-and-coming team. I think that the Chiefs are definitely number one still, as is reflected in the AFC standings. But mm-hmm. when you're looking at it from just like a fan perspective and the NFL's perspective – this would be an awesome rematch to play this game a third time in the playoffs and maybe in the AFC championship game. Where Justin Herbert is undefeated, by the way. Right, right. We'll get more into this matchup, but again, this is the Red Reaction Show. It's not our show, it's yours. Batman, I hope you got some time tonight just doing other things than fighting crime. Uh, you're on the show, man. Go ahead. Man, you know I'm always busy, but Keep I get time out for this show, man. You know, I, I got Mitch, you know, I got Nate and Binkin and you. To follow up, it doesn't matter if it's a few days later. The gig of it is, is that it's just like the Batman said, we're on that streak again. And we, we've we been there before, you know. The deal of it is, this is not new for our team. We're defending champions. 
you know, I, I mean, not just division, I, I mean, conference. And, I, and the teacher, the thing of it is, it takes them a minute, you know. It took them a minute to get the, the chemistry together, all the karma, all the swag, everything that you stir, you know, to drink that gravy that Bink and me have drank before. And we're going to drink it again. What's incredible about it is, is a show like you. You guys are so wicked. You're concise. You, you lead us. You, you, end, you end the sermon that we preach on Sunday. And I'm telling you, the kids are going to go all the way. And you know they are. Well, I hope you're right, Batman, because we've tried to keep people calm. We've tried to keep people riding the ship this entire year. Because I know, man, like it, it gets frustrating. And I'm going to dive into it a little bit later about uh, about where you should be in, in, in futures uh, of watching this team. Because with this Chiefs team, this year was different. There's no, there's no doubting. There's no doubting that this year was was a little bit different. You know, eighteen when Mahomes is announced the starter and, and is the starter moving forward, he 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 goes off the off the grid and what throws twelve touchdowns in the first two games, hasn't even stepped foot in Arrowhead, um, and gets to play the the 49ers and, and and does the the play where he curls around the backfield and and smashes uh, Conley in the corner of the end zone with a with a brilliant play and pass that made professionalists journalists reporters in a press box go from being so stoic and quiet to standing up going, Holy God, did he just do that? Like, oh yeah. And he's still doing it. It's just, it's not as new. Dan and KCK. Hope you had a good week. Go ahead, man. The time's yours. Hi, Dusty. Hi, Nick. I enjoyed my 54 birthday guy. Good, good birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Dan. Oh, thank you. My nephew took me to Brighton Box Barbecue Order by Nebraska Furniture Market. Okay. So, and a pretty good birthday. I had a good birthday present with the Chiefs win. I tell you something, every, every time Brands Day went for it, the Chiefs made the plays, even though they got shredded on their run defense without Chris Jones. But every time, so Leif Lysak said that they left about, what, 12 points on the board. But great job by the de- defense by stopping them when they had to. And I'm glad that Parham's going to be, or Parham Jr.'s going to be okay. That was scary now. He took that hit. And uh, number one seed, you know, the road to the Super Bowl goes to yeah, KC. Let's go. And I'm glad that Kelsey's gone. I didn't know that he had had the tested positive. I've got smiled, so he'll be ready for Sunday. And uh, I watched the Raiders uh, when I got home from the Salvation Army. You uh, pulled one out, you know. But I'm not worried. The Raiders are out of it anyway. Let's not worry about the Chargers, though, in the future. Take care of yourself, guys. Dan, happy birthday, man. Feliz cumpleaños, 54. Did the Chiefs win Super Bowl 54? Or is that 50? I forget which one they won. Yeah. 54? Nice. I thought I pulled that out of my hat. So I do want to bring that up. Because I thought when that poor man was knocked out in the end zone, I didn't know what uh, Thursday Night Football's crew was doing when they, like, zoomed in uh, on that poor man. Because, uh, okay, I don't I'm – not, I'm not an expert – when someone has been knocked out, but when limbs go stiff, uh, that's my first like indication. Like that guy's that that's not good. No. And I had been in my car when that play was going on, and I heard Mitch's call on 1065 the Wolf, and I heard Mitch say, like, Dan was covering him, he fell down, he's not moving the back of the end zone. And by the time I got in the house, like they were showing the replay, and I was like, that guy's that guy's knocked out cold, man. Like, that's not good. And then when they showed him, like, convulsing when he wakes up, it's like, okay, something's not right. Like, this guy's in pure shock. Let's, you know, let's – this has kind of got me worried. And and I knew that there was something different 
when like family members started texting, but yes, he's out of the hospital. Everything's good. He's clear. He's good to go. Um, yeah. The defense, I mean, that was a game Dan to go to your initial point about the defense stepping up without, um, without Chris Jones there. I think that was there. That was what they wanted. And, and where the chiefs kind of got a little bit blessed was there are times in the NFL where, and you might've seen it yesterday with the Ravens game where when people are out or there's, you know, the, the main guys are out of the office, one of two things happens. One, a guy has to shine because he wants to continue to be in the league and he wants to make a name for himself. And two guys rally behind uh, their, their, their family when they're out. And I think you saw that in that Ravens Steelers game or Ravens Packers game yesterday uh, with Lamar out and Huntley in, they kind of rallied around Huntley. Huntley was the best player on that field other than Mark Andrews. And in the chiefs defense, that was a total, like you saw that at the end of the game, it was, it was kind of clever they were going to blitz Herbert no matter what the rest of the evening, and you noticed it. And then finally, which was, to me, probably one of Troy Aikman's worst broadcasts of his career, it was just like one of those things where I was constantly have to think to myself, why is he saying this? Um, but it was one of those things in which when you, when you watched Sorensen and Matthew and these guys continuously blitzing, continued, continued, and it was just in his face. It was working, and he was not responding to the blitz. And, yes, the touchdown to Keenan Allen was 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 kind of heartbreaking, but then you th- you, you all sat back and thought to yourself, and this is where I am proud of, of, of a lot of the fan base here in Kansas City, is that you do now look at the clock. And as long as I think there is 45 seconds and you're down by at least seven, a minimum of seven points, maybe eight, I think everybody can relax and say, Mahomes has got some time. It's not like, oh, crap. I think 45 seconds is the magic number because of the way they can move the ball and the way that they did. Um, But, you know, we led this show with, you know, that's what this team needed. They needed their stars to step up because it was a very heavy injured game. Um, And I thought, yeah, you know, your run, your run defense is going to be rough, but uh, you know, you're without one of the, one of the best defensive tackles in the game. You're without one of your best linebackers on the team. And you're definitely without uh, your best corner on the team. Mike and blue Springs, go ahead. Yeah, thanks for uh, taking my call. And, yeah, I, I think, you know, the, all the discussions with last week, you know, who who did we miss out on the most, either Chris Jones or or, or Gay or a quarterback. You know, obviously, you know, it's Chris Jones. I mean, we couldn't even get to the quarterback, like, whatsoever. And it, we just, it just shows us, like, how much he really means to this team. And, you know, having to move him back into the defensive tackle position, you know, that's just been the, the biggest change for our defense. And like going back to last week when, or it was a couple of weeks ago, everybody was wondering, you know, what's that when you what's that one word that kind of uh, explains the offense in your mind? And, and every time I watch the offense play in the very beginning, I just think the word is, is awkward at times, right? Um, they 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 kind of remind me of that guy that you know he's not very sociable. He goes to a party. And, you know, he's kind of out of his realm. And, you know, once he gets a few drinks in him, he starts to open up and starts getting a lot better at the party. You know, I don't know. I just think that, you know, once the Chiefs start getting going, um, you know, their offense really just starts to shine. And I'm, I'm super excited uh, to watch the rest of this uh, the season play out and, uh, you know, see really how, how deep we can take this thing into the playoffs. So. Yeah, thanks for the phone call, Mike. Um, yeah, I'll do you one better on your comparison with the guy at the party. Except that, like, the Chiefs have have proven it already. So I would say this is like 
their offense is like the guy at the party that always got laid and then he put on like 25 pounds and he's lost a little bit of the touch. It's still there. Like the suave is still there. He could afford to put the 25 pounds on, but he's, he's still the same guy, but there's something different. There's a wrinkle in the system. Yeah. I was going to say, it's kind of like the guy at the party who, you know, used to go pretty hard in college and he was like, you know, the life of the party. And then after college, he was like, Got a job, you know, settled down a little bit, but then every once in a while you yeah. get the gang back together, you get the drinks flowing, yeah. and you're well, like, he's into the right, white you know, you're my boy Blue. That's, yeah. you know, that kind of situation. So that's, yeah. but I like the analogy one way or another. Yeah, I think, I think the offense is fine. I really, really do. Because I think that the offense is only going to be able to do whatever this defense that they play is going to allow them to do. Now, the, the Raiders... They could give a rip about the two safety the two ta- the two safeties over the top. The Raiders just don't care about that. They're just going to try to blitz Mahomes, and Mahomes can clearly play against the blitz. And then I think what was also interesting about this offense is that once Mahomes kind of started to know what Bosa was was going to do, which was just completely bull rush as fast as he could in the backfield, Mahomes used that to his advantage. And if you notice on the run that he had for thirty plus yards or thirty yards exactly, he let the play before Bosa came back in the backfield and Mahomes kind of like saw that. And he was like, okay, he's clearly just pushing on the right side in the A and going all the way out and forcing me to move up. And then he's going to come back around and try to trap me into that move. Once he noticed that Mahomes then let him rush and then immediately took off for the run. And that's exact. Go back and watch it. Bosa blitzes hard. Mahomes notices it. Then on the next play, Mahomes lets him basically come back through. Either he told Niang something like that, like, hey, just let him go. And then Mahomes took that because if you look up, this, if you look at the play, the safety turns his back to Mahomes, and then Mahomes takes off on the run. And that, to me, is something where throughout the game, yes, the first 15 look great every single week. It's like the first scripted plays or everything moves methodically, everything is smooth. And then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, what's changed? And that is – what the defense has done is then stuck to one defense the rest of the game, and then you've got to go into your playbook and figure out what's going to work. And what worked was the soft check downs to Tyree Kill, the soft check down to Travis Kelsey, because then those guys used their talent to make plays because Travis Kelsey's yak that game was just probably like record high. Same with Travis, same with Tyree Kill. They were just catching the ball, making room, and making it develop that way, and it just makes it seem for longer, you know, sustainable drives to just go all the way, all the way through the field uh, with small checkdowns. But when we come back, I think we're going to have to wait a little bit longer on the promised Prince, but it's there. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. For those of you that forgot, the NFL football schedule was a little bit tinkered with. Uh, Browns-Raiders play today and probably the most Browns-Raider game ever. Um, Nick Mullins was the quarterback for the Browns. Derek Carr was the quarterback for the Raiders. Not by choice. Um because he's their quarterback. Nick Mullins by choice because they didn't have anybody else. Um, Raiders end up winning on a last-second field goal. Um, if there's one thing the Raiders can do very well, it is spot-kicking talent. Um, I remember whenever you would do the the Madden fantasy draft on the video game, 
always towards the end of the draft, I'm taking Sebastian Janikowski and Shane Leckler. They were like 99 and 98. Your special teams was set. Both Raiders. Um, Coming up here in just a second, um, I kind of want to dive into what is Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and what that means for the AFC West moving moving, uh, further because I dig it. I'm all about it. I think it's it's great. I'm I'm all about competitive sports. Um, you know, I kind of get tired of winning ten plus games a year and nobody really challenging you. So hopefully we can hopefully we can change that uh, a little bit. That'd be cool. Uh, one thing that doesn't change is our loyal listeners and you because this is not our show. It's yours. It's the Red Reaction Show. Nick Price, Dusty Likens, nine one three five seven six seven six ten. Big T, uh, take it away, man. Hey, so uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. I got a bunch of shout-outs, man. That was just a, a truly electrifying, dynamic game the other night. It was one of the best. That I, I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of football, and, and those two teams are going to be around and, and battle. So that that take my hats off to both of them. But I, I think our team, you know, who, who's who's ready for prime time, and that's our Kansas City Chiefs. So way to go. Way, great victory. Um, you know, there were some special performances in that game. I mean, uh, Ty Hill and, and, and Kelsey, that's a, that's just a dynamic duo. Those guys are, are terrific. Nobody else in the league has that. And, and, and with, with, with Kelsey, I'll say it before and I'll say it again. He's a, t- he's the toughest guy on our team, but he's not only the toughest guy on the team. He's the toughest mofo in the league, period. Outstanding performance by that guy. And I wish him best and get back healthy. Uh, our trigger man. Uh, everybody wants to say this and say that. I, w- I wouldn't choose any other anybody. Hell no. Patrick Mahomes, when, he, when we need him at the most, he delivered in the clutch. He delivered in prime time, unlike that other team. That coach on the other team, the, uh, the Los Angeles Chokers, they think they're smarter than everybody else. All they had to do was kick a damn field goal. But they, but they got our, our, our boys play so good, and, the, and the, our track record has gotten into their heads. That's another thing we have. Those teams are going to panic and make stupid moves like that. I know what the analytics says, but look at the analytics when the, when the damn Royals were winning the World Series. <laughs> Hell yeah. And that's how this team was playing. You, you think that team was Look how deep this roster is. Look what Brett Beach has put together here. That was a hell of a game. They had some of the best uh, defensive players out, and they stopped them on fourth down. How many damn times? I haven't seen a performance like that. That's so Those guys are a bunch of tough SOBs. That guy was just a playmaker. He was knocking down passes. He was all over the damn field. He was the MVP of that defense that night. And, and, and when their back's up against the wall, that's when you prove a champion who they are. And look at Stags, the coaches. Just just keep it rolling. And if anybody uh, uh, doubts our guys right now, you can always uh, – uh, 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 one thing, make one thing happen. When the calendar changes into January, who the hell is going to be the – well, where's the road going to go through? It's going to go through the damn Kansas City and the AFC. They got a chance to go to four straight AFC championship games. Hell, the New England Patriots ever didn't do that. The, 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 the mighty Buffalo Bills. But you know what? We're coming for your punk asses, Pittsburgh. You better be ready because we are. And, and as always, let's go Chiefs. And you know what? From here on out, let's have Melvin Ingram, the king of, king of coin flips, do the coin flip. Go Chiefs! Choo-choo! Choo-choo! That is a pure example that Big T's been waiting since Thursday night to have that phone call. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could tell. Like, that's, what, five days of pent-up? Just ruthless aggression. Yeah, exactly. Like John Cena once said. Ready to go. Ruthless aggression. I guess it was McMahon that coined it, but it it was Cena that ran with it. Um... 
Yeah. I mean, text line 913-576-7610. Jay Southland Toaster is text line. Man, this guy is turned up on a Monday night. Indeed. Big T's feeling it, man. Always is. You know, there's just a lot of people that pissed him off with this team. A lot of people that thought this team was was done, uh, was not going to make it. They were three and four, and now they're ten and four. Seven in a row, back in the driver's seat in the AFC picture. Um, we tried to we tried to tell you that nothing matters until December, and and now look where we're at. We're December twentieth, and uh, there's only one ten win team in the AFC, and it's Kansas City Chiefs. And there's only one team that controls their 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 fate right now, and it's the Chiefs because. One thing I can tell you that is very nice not to have to worry about is if somebody wins, what happens to us? And now the Chiefs just say, well, as long as we win, we're good and nothing else matters. And they play Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Denver. I mean, if there's one thing the Chiefs have done all year, it's it's win the games they're supposed to. And I'm pretty sure, Nick, you're more of a of a of a of a better on the over or uh, not the over under, but of the of the spread. Um, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs have covered five straight weeks when it comes to uh, the spread of the games. But the one thing I want to talk about what made this game, I think, so great and what makes this game so special, and I mean by Chargers-Chiefs, as we, as we look at this one last time before we, we officially turn the page and move on to the, to the next few weeks here in the season for the Kansas City Chiefs, um, I think one thing that you have to look at is the promised Prince is going to have to wait just a little bit longer, whether that's next year, whether that's a few more weeks, and then we see it in the playoffs. But this is why Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert are different. Because when Patrick Mahomes got into the league and started as a quarterback, there was no question, there was no doubt he was going to be what he was going to be because of his first four or five games. And Herbert was good. His first few games, like he, he answered the call when he had to go in as a starter and you know, they, they asked about it. They, they said, what's he going to do? And he, he played the chiefs his first game and, 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 and lit it up. And he had a good year last year and he showed signs this year as being that guy. He beat, he beat the chiefs in arrowhead. He's yet to lose at arrowhead. Even though one of those games was, was a final week of the season where the team rested its starters, but Mahomes never really had a problem of solidifying if he was going to be that guy that you saw week in and week out because he didn't go on up and downs. You know, his first year he was fortunate enough to throw for for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns and and be the MVP and, and go to the AFC Championship game. And, yes, he did lose to Tom Brady. But, but what made Mahomes better? Losing that game? Yeah. But also having that continued success in his first year. And he beat guys like Ben Roethlisberger, beat guys like Andrew Luck in the playoffs at home, at Rohe, beat guys like Phillip Rivers. Yes, he lost to Russell Wilson, and yes, he lost to Tom Brady. But because of that game that we saw last Thursday with the Chiefs and the, and the Chargers, that's going to be that type of matchup for the next five years, at least. You know the Chargers are going to lock Justin Herbert up. I don't. You don't need to be persuaded in any way, shape, or form that kid is going to be their quarterback for the next 10 years. That's their Mahomes. Not quite Mahomes, but he's their version of Patrick Mahomes. And we saw a different side of Patrick Mahomes when he played Justin Herbert. We saw earlier in the year, 
Are you are you in on Justin Herbert? Do you believe in the Justin Herbert hype? I'll I'll see it when I believe it, or I'll believe it when I see it. Is the actual quote? He just said it backwards, and then Justin Herbert wins that game at Arrowhead, and you'd have been damned if Patrick Mahomes wasn't going to go down without a fight in that last game, and that's coming from Patrick Mahomes throwing an interception on the five yard line with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, and. Mahomes came back through that touchdown to Kelsey at the end of the game, and then you saw after the game, you saw him with the point and the and the fingers down as to say, this is my division, this is my team, and this is this is who's in control. I'm I'm showing you. And you saw that aggressive, that competitive, uh, what was it they said that he was a competitive prick, uh, Patrick Mahomes. That's something that's gonna go with him the rest of his career, and and that's the type of Mahomes I like to see. And the other thing about it is that you saw Justin Herbert take it with the stoic presence of, yeah, he got me. Not how Derek Carr reacts. Not how Baker Mayfield reacts. Not how um, those guys have uh, reacted in the past to Mahomes winning in that type of fashion. That's not what you see with Justin Herbert. You see Justin Herbert kind of grin, kind of like a sick competitive guy as well, and go out there, shake his hand, and be like, I'll be back. And it ain't over yet. And like Nick Price said at the start of the show, this game might happen again in the playoffs. But you love to see this if you're a competitive-natured person like myself and you want to see good competitive games. This game ain't going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, we've been waiting for it, right? We've been waiting for one of these young quarterbacks to really step up and be the rival to Patrick Mahomes and these Chiefs. And, I mean, I think it's that guy out in L.A. I I think it's Herbert. I think he's the guy especially playing in the division. You're going to see him at least twice a year, maybe three times in the playoffs. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's already building up to that point. Like you said, you know, with Herbert, with kind of the little smirk at the end of the game because he knows, yeah, I'll get you again. You know, this might not have been my time, but I'll get you. And they're going to go back and forth. And, you know, ever since Mahomes came to the league and became one of the top quarterbacks in all of football or mm-hmm. really that we've seen in a long time, we've been trying to make comparisons of, you know, like, Brady versus Manning and those kind of rivalries. Yeah. This could be it right here. I I mean, I've seen, you know, I like Josh Allen a lot. I like Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But right now, it seems like this is the biggest rivalry that the Chiefs are going to have moving forward and LA's got a damn good team too. Yeah, they're this, good. This is the this is the fruit that has the most juice. Is For the sure. way I would say it because Josh Allen's nice, you just don't play him enough. Um Lamar Jackson's a nice rivalry. I don't know if he can withstand it enough. I mean, he's he just plays that type of role where he's at risk for a major injury. And again, he's never missed a game due to injury except for this week. Now, he's missed it due to illnesses and sickness, but he's never missed it due to injury until this week. So, you know, he's been, he's been the guy. He's been locked in. Um, but the thing I will say about this matchup is that if you also saw Mahomes get rowdy, like when, when Herbert threw that touchdown to Keenan Allen, Herbert... I mean, roared, and I mean, clenched his fist with all his might and was was all in on this, too. Like, there is no doubt that this is the matchup moving forward. And the other thing, too, about this is that they're both young. And, like, this is this is not just, like, when Manning came into the AFC West and you had to deal with big, bad Peyton Manning. You just had, you just had to get over four years. We just couldn't get over that hump and play in Peyton Manning. Now, somebody's eventually going to get tired of seeing the Chiefs and Mahomes be at the top of the AFC West. That person might be Justin Herbert. That's the most promise you have. But again, I think we're going to have to wait for that Prince to come through at the, uh, at the ball and kind of give Mahomes a, a, a competition that's worth a legit shot because that was a big game. 
and uh, Mahomes still came out on top. When we come back, odds are out, and I think there is a chance still. I do believe this. I haven't been wrong to you yet this year. I think there is a chance Mahomes can still do this when it's all said and done. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Back in on a Red Reaction Show, 610 Sports Radio, Dusty Likens, Nick Price, 913-576-7610. Not our show, it's yours. Hmm. Chiefs 10-4. and They lead the entire league on December 20th. I know there's a lot of you out there that probably can, can say that, you know, hey, told you and I could go back and find the audio and maybe I will for one of these shows and that'll be our open is when we talk to all of you um, following the loss to Tennessee um, how are they doing by the way um, what a generous spot they got at the end of that game what was that man I don't know I watched it and I was with uh, with with family and I'm like okay well this is over and then I'm thinking to myself, are we going to get one of those measurements again where they take the note card out and, like, see if it's first down or not? And, like, not even trying to – that was just a weird situation. I just – I couldn't believe that they didn't just immediately go to the booth or one of the guys Unreal. come over and say, hey, that spot's about a yard too far forward. Right. Um, but uh, the week that we move on to, uh, as we're done with with the Charger talk, we're done with that until uh, maybe they meet in the playoffs. But um, – Chiefs beat the Chargers. Uh, Colts beat the Patriots. And Titans lose. Ravens lose. So everybody that you've you've lost ground to, and, and now we get we get what? Buffalo, New England again this week. Mm-hmm. So the AFC picture slowly but surely falls into place. And one thing that that doesn't move or doesn't change is is the Kansas City Chiefs. And one thing that was weird is at the beginning of the year, you know, we said the first five weeks of the season, you'll know a lot about this team, and we couldn't have been more wrong about that take because we, we didn't need to know anything about this team in the first five weeks because, yes, they lose to the, the Ravens. Yes, they lose to the Titans. Yes, they lose to the Bills. Yes, they lose to the Chargers. And then you think to yourself, man, okay, well, if they can sneak in, they're going to have to be a wild card because there's no way, wait a minute, these teams still have to play their season too. And... Yeah, a healthy Bills team beat a beat-up Chiefs team. A healthy Titans team beat a beat-up Chiefs team. And this team, at the beginning of the year, experimented with Chris Jones at the defensive end. And I'm not necessarily saying that that's a wrong thing to do. I think I would have been team favorite for Chris Jones, I just didn't know that he'd be that much more dynamic as a defensive tackle than as a defensive end. And also, I don't think Chris Jones was fully healthy uh, for about two and a half, three weeks because of um, 
because of the fact that he did have the wrist injury. When Chris Jones has been back and fully healthy, and Frank Clark ever since that press conference where he said he's gotten his mind right, and the lack of Daniel Sorensen being on the field, now he's been great in his new role of go make a big play against a divisional opponent. Very great in that role. Um, But the thing about it is this team is more complete. This team needed that early energy, that early uh, personality check, whatever you want to call that. It needed it early, and it got it. And it's won seven games in a row. They sit atop of the AFC West. They sit atop of the AFC. And where teams aren't winning, the Chiefs are. And they're doing it in the way that, that they've been able to do it in years past. And the odds are out. And I think that we have another thing that we can look at, too, is, is there's a slight chance. Now, hear me out. He's got to have three damn good weeks. But there's a slight chance Mahomes could sweep into that MVP candidate. I listened to Kyle Brandt today on Cody and Gold at 12.30. Or maybe it's 12. 12.30. I knew I was right. And a couple of good points he made were, one, Jonathan Taylor's numbers significantly went higher. But... There's a lot of people out there that won't vote for Aaron Rodgers because of the whole debacle early in the season, which doesn't make sense to me either because I think you should just worry about their play on the field, not their personal you know, life outside of the NFL. Um, but this is also a quarterback's award. And the thing about this is who's been more valuable to their team? Has Mahomes been valuable to his team? I mean, he smoked the Raiders twice. He threw the pass at the end of the Packers game to solidify it. He absolutely was more valuable than any quarterback in their position in the fourth quarter this week. Maybe better than any quarterback that we've seen this week. Mahomes was the guy this week again. And yes, Travis Kelsey, 191, two touchdowns. Yes, Tyree Kill, double-digit catches, over 120 yards receiving. It is what it is. Somebody's thrown in the ball. Somebody's leading this team. And if Mahomes can go up against Pittsburgh and have a damn good game, like a 303 touchdown, go up against Cincinnati, who doesn't know how to play defense either, and although they did good against the Denver Broncos, but that was a game in which Teddy Bridgewater left with a concussion, and Drew Locke went in there and, and, and unfortunately did what Drew Locke does. And then you play the Broncos. Now, again, there's a chance that Mahomes may not be playing Week 18 because if they win this week and next week, they don't have to play Week 18. But there's a chance Mahomes could slide in as the MVP because his team would then be, what, going into the last week of the season, 12-4, and four, when they were 3-4, and four, and his numbers are leading the league in passing, top five in touchdowns. Yeah, the interceptions are there, but maybe the league will look at those as like, well, seven of those are deflected passes or, in, or dropped passes, and three of those are from Tyree Kill for interceptions. Not all his fault. His team's at the top. The best team in the AFC is the Chiefs. Who led them there? Patrick Mahomes. And the defense. But there's a chance to me, depending on these next two weeks, Mahomes could slide in as the MVP candidate. Oh, 100%, Dusty. I was uh, I was actually sitting on my couch last night. I was watching Tom Brady crumble on Sunday night football and get shut out. Yeah, because he's out, right? I mean, you think? Well, he's the passing leader right now. Yeah. So, so basically, last night I was like, I wonder how Mahomes compares to the other guys. So yeah. I Googled it and I found out. Mahomes is third in passing yards. He's about 280 yards behind Tom Brady right now. 
They he has six less t- passing touchdowns. He's got thirty passing touchdowns so far this year. Brady's got thirty six. And then he's got 13 interceptions, like you said, about six or seven of those are tip sure. balls. Tom's got 11. So as far as like any kind of contender, the person with the least amount of interceptions is Matthew Stafford. Right. But I don't know. I mean, you're looking at Patrick Mahomes being right there, knocking on the door of being the best quarterback statistically in right. all of football and also possibly leading his team to 10 straight wins to go into the playoffs as the number one seed and have the playoffs run through Arrowhead for the fourth straight year. Right. I think he's got a case. Seems pretty odd um, that they favor him. And plus, the other thing that favors Patrick Mahomes, this is a quarterback award. Yeah, Rodgers has been good. Brady's been good. Um, and and there's some there's some numbers to be caught up to. And, and as the as the you know the text line will chime in. Mahomes threw some goofy passes, though. Yeah, he threw he threw one. He owned it. But in the fourth quarter, when you're supposed to step up and be an MVP, Mahomes was an MVP. Mahomes read blitzes. Mahomes ran on that 30-yard run. Mahomes kept the play alive for that two-point conversion. And Mahomes has his team winners of seven straight, the only 10-win team in the AFC, leading their division. Stafford's not leading his division. Like, that team's not in first in their division. The Cardinals are. Now, granted, the Cardinals just had a stinker against the Lions, which... I thought it was funny on Carrington's show, The Drive Today, that if you you lose to the Lions, you don't you don't go to the Super Bowl. That's just that's just foreshadowing 101. It ain't gonna happen. And there is to me a chance because guess who's the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year? Again, it's the Chiefs. They sit at plus 425. The Bucks sit behind them now at plus 500 from sites that I've seen in MGM and all these places. But Mahomes has his team favorites to win the Super Bowl, favorites to win the AFC. Favorites to win the AFC West, and it's like, would they be there without Patrick Mahomes? Yes, he's had some bad games. I get it. But his numbers, top three in passing yards, top five in touchdowns. Clean it up a little bit these next two games, slam the door shut, do it in dramatic fashion, and people are going to be like, all right, that's it. I don't know why we doubted it. Mahomes, in a weird year for quarterbacks, is your MVP. We can't give it to a running back. We should, or we should just split the award. But Mahomes can win the MVP, and guess what? The Chiefs are once again at the top as the favorites to get to and win the Super Bowl. We come back. We look ahead of what's next week. We look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, also the Bengals and the Broncos, and I get you set up for tomorrow's programming here on 610 Sports Radio. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Back in Red Reaction Show, the final segment before we get you out of here and get you set up for Pittsburgh and the Chiefs. And again, what a weird one. It's 325 on Sunday, so I will be in studio that morning giving you all the fantasy advice. What a weird week it was for all the fantasy trusty players as the, the big players didn't shine. Um, 
everybody uh, went out in the Tampa Bay game last night. Godwin, Evans, Fournette. Brady was then just like, what do I do at this point? Uh, I guess I'll walk over here on the other sideline and tell this guy to go F himself, which is, I think, what happened. Um, Sorry about that, uh, New Orleans. Also, Tom Brady never beat the Saints as a Bucks quarterback. 0-4. Is and that a you hate to see it or you love to see love it? Love to see that. Yeah, you love because, to see that. Because, you know, that. Mahomes is, uh, what, 12-0 and now on the road against the AFC West? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a stat you can't lie about. Um, but, again, tomorrow, Pete Sweeney with Fesco and guys uh, at 8 a.m., uh, Dayton Hughes at 9.30. Uh, it actually it might be Binkley tomorrow. I might be wrong about that. Um, also, uh, Cody Binkley's and, in. He told yeah, me Binkley, Binkley's in tomorrow from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Um, it's the holidays, so I'll be in on the drive on Wednesday. You know, you'll have Cody and Gold tomorrow, Nate Taylor at 1 p.m., the drive with uh, uh, Mitchell Schwartz at 3 o'clock in that 3 o'clock hour. Um, just keep it here, locked in on 610 Sports Radio, because you know it is the uh, it is the playoff season, so everything is moving. All your Chiefs information will break here first. Um, and then you get all your Chiefs action on 106.5 The Wolf, and you get the Arrowhead Pride postgame show uh, with Jay Binkley, Josh Klingler, Pete Sweeney, everybody Sunday uh, after the Chiefs game. So make sure you're tuned into that. Um, I, I get a lot of people saying, are you worried about the offense? And, and I, don't, I don't think I'm worried about the offense. Uh, the, the offense, the last three weeks, has scored over 100 points. And if that defense is healthy and back together uh, this week, if you can keep the offense moving that way, um, because what they put up, 40-plus against the Raiders. They put up uh, 34 against the Chargers, and they put up 22 against the, the Broncos. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's there. It's The numbers are there. It's just not going to be, you know, maybe the 49 to, to zero that we'd like to see. That'd be awesome if they could start doing that. Um, but I don't worry about the offense. I, I just I just worry about getting to the playoffs healthy and and not losing anybody to the to the COVID protocol because you saw that this week. This was the first week where where that started to affect a lot of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not worried about the offense because I have yet to see the offense come out and not perform in a big time game. Right. I mean, early in the season, yeah, we saw it, but these guys know. I mean, they've been here before. They've made this march through the season. It's like we say, Dusty, it doesn't really matter in September. I mean, of course it helps, but what really matters is December and January and getting to February. And I haven't really seen the offense get shut down other than the Super Bowl last year. And that was really the first time that somebody had figured out how to stop them. So I'm not too worried about that. And also, I mean, this team overall, but really that offense is really momentum-based in general. It's like when things start clicking for them, It's kind of like the drunk guy at the party thing that we were talking about earlier in the show. When things are clicking, they don't stop, and they just keep getting more explosive, and they just keep finding more success. And when they're not, they're able to feed off of that defense now, making big plays, creating turnovers, and getting that kind of momentum going. So I'm not too worried at all when it comes to the offense. Yeah, again, it's Pittsburgh 325 on the road to Cincinnati and then in Denver to finish it out for the season. There's a good chance the Chiefs may not even have to play um, that week 18 game, which sounds weird to say out loud, but chiefs offense, I think is fine. Chiefs defense is still, it remains elite. They'll get all their guys back, uh, this week. You would think Chris Jones will be there. Willie Gay will be there. Uh, Legere Sneed should have enough time off now should be there as well. 
Travis Kelsey did test positive today for COVID-19. He has mild symptoms from what we've been told, but there's still a chance with a new policy he is vaccinated. So there's a chance Travis Kelsey could play. Sunday, Harrison Butker uh, also tested positive. So Chiefs, Steelers, 325 Sunday. Dusty Likas, Nick Price, this is Red Reaction Show. Thanks to our friends at uh, Hellsburg Diamonds, the official jewel of the Chiefs kingdom for over the last 100 years in over 200 locations. Thanks to everybody that showed out tonight. It's been a long day since the last Chiefs game. We appreciate the calls. Appreciate the love. Again, we'll be back next Monday. Man, it's playoff season. Chiefs 10 and, 10 and 4, 7 in a row. They control the one seed. They control the AFC West. They control their destiny. They just got a one out. And like Jake Taylor said in the World Series movie, the major leagues win the whole effing thing. I'm Dusty Likens. That's Nick Price. We'll talk to you next Monday. Be easy, Kansas City. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.